Hi, and welcome to the Declare Conference podcast. Declare is a blogging conference for Christian women coming up this July 28th through 30th in Dallas, Texas. The goal of Declare is to gather women who share a desire to use their God-giving giftings to point to Jesus. The theme of this year is presence. The verse it's based on is from Hebrews 10, which says, Let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Ladies, if you come to Declare this year, I promise you'll connect with other women just like you. You'll be equipped with the latest in blogging and social media, and more importantly, you'll be encouraged and inspired as you draw near to God. Let's go ahead and listen to this week's guest. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 43. Today I'm talking to Jen Weaver. She is a communicator, a storyteller, both in the written word and as a conference speaker and a church teacher. Married to her best friend, Jared, and a proud mom to an adorable toddler, she's passionate about helping people achieve freedom and fullness in their everyday lives. You can find her blogging about her faith, marriage, and motherhood at thejenweaver.com. Jen is one of the hosts of the Declare Conference, and you're going to love hearing from her as she talks in this episode about how to gauge success in blogging, the process she has used to refine her storytelling abilities, and some of the tools she uses to get her message out. Let's go ahead and get started. Hey, Jen, how are you doing? Doing good. How are you, Emily? I'm good. So good. So will you tell the listeners who exactly you are? Sure. So I am Jen Weaver, and I blog over at thejenweaver.com. And that's not because I'm big or important or anything, (laughs) but it's because both Jennifer and Weaver are super common names. And so when I married my husband, I got his really, really common last name, um, yes, and, I'm Emily Thomas. I feel your pain. Yes, it's so hard. So that's why I'm the Jen Weaver. Uh, and I, I blog about um, family, marriage, parenthood, uh, and faith. And um, I have a book coming out. The book's title is A Wife's Secret to Happiness. And it's coming out uh, spring 2017. It is specifically for Christian wives. So if your husband is a reader, I'm sorry, but I found that a lot of times as women, we're more the readers anyway. So it's for us. Mm. And Mm -hmm. it is on uh, 11 specific ways that God wants to bless us through our marriages and through our husbands, independent about, uh, of what they do. So even if our husbands aren't, aren't being that great of husbands or have things that they could be improving on like we all do. This book is all about what we can do as wives to position ourselves to receive God's favor in our marriages and in our lives overall. That's so good because I think we'd love to throw the towel in and go, well, he's not doing this and that. Well, Mm -hmm. God didn't say (laughs) only be a good wife if he's a good husband. That is so true. And I think sometimes And one of the, I guess, the motivators for the book was that sometimes we can get stuck between this, I'm a strong woman, don't tell me what to do, and, well, I would do it better if my husband did it better. And we need to come at this Mm -hmm. together and work on this together. Well, from my perspective, we are strong women, and we can go with it with strength and actually make change in our own lives and affect change in our marriages, even if our husbands don't have a clue. Like, Right. Just by how we're connecting with God and how we're responding to what the Lord is saying to us. Right. Well, and honestly, it takes strength to keep your mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easier just to run your mouth and oh, yeah. and let yourself do whatever you feel like doing. It's harder to have restraints. Oh, for sure. And it's so easy to, I've had those times where you're sitting in a sermon or a class or something and 
whoever's teaching is saying things that, that apply to you as well. But my whole perspective is like, I want to nudge my husband and be like, did you hear that? Did you, right. did you recognize that for you when God's saying, oh, I recognize this for you. <laughs> Let's focus on what I'm trying to do in your heart right now. Yeah. Um, at our church, they say all the time, draw a circle around yourself and then fix what's in the circle. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh. <that> <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, man, but it's so good. So how long have you been blogging? For a couple years now, since 2012. And when I started blogging, uh, I didn't even tell anyone about it. I would publish posts and it was almost this dread within me that, oh my gosh, someone is actually going to see what I just put online. Okay. Um, and then there was that, the, the flip side where I didn't, so I didn't want anyone to see it. And then I wanted someone to see it and like it. And so yeah, it's a tricky balance. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So it was kind of awkward and very occasional blogging um, for a little bit, but probably early 2013, I started blogging more consistently. Okay, so why did you want to put it on there? Because I think a lot of people feel that. What was the desire to put it on if you really didn't want people to read it? Yeah, so that's a good question. For me, a lot of it went to, I have something that I want to share. And so there was the motivation behind the message. So it was, this is what I, I, I have a burden to share with people. I want to encourage people in this. I'm going through this and whatever book I read or other thing I found or what God is saying to me has helped me. And so I want to help other people. Mm -hmm. And the fear in that or the timidity in that was really on how people were going to respond. So I knew what I had to give out was good because God was downloading good things to me. It was doing good things in my heart. Yeah. But I wasn't sure how other people were going to respond to it. Okay. And so then you made a transition when you said you started blogging more consistently. What changed? I realized that it, it didn't really matter how people responded if I was doing what God wanted me to do. Mm. And I think that was an easier lesson to stomach because I started getting good responses. So I think right. I think it's a lot easier to be like, oh, I can do this. God wants me to do this if people start sharing it or liking or commenting that it helped them, um, it would have been a lot harder if all I got was hate mail from the haters. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but having that from readers actually coming back and saying, oh, even just random people. And for a while there, it was just my mom. My mom would message me <laughs> and it was the total stereotypical commenting on the blog so everyone could see, hi, Jennifer, I saw so-and-so at the grocery store. Um, <laughs> But she would also comment about, oh, this really encouraged me today. And then other people would, would be commenting. And I got I started connecting with other bloggers. And so through blog hops or five-minute Fridays um, and different things with Time Warp Wife when she would do the Titus 2 Tuesdays. And so starting to build more of that sense of community so it didn't feel so much like I was alone doing this terrifying thing by myself. And okay. that helped a lot, too. How do you keep yourself going when you do put your heart out there and you hear crickets? Or maybe you always have amazing res responses. No, <laughs> no, that would be that would be great. <laughs> uh, no, I do not. I do not always get amazing responses. One of the things that has been really helpful for me it was actually in a, a class that I was in through our church. And they were talking about how you gauge success if you're if you're teaching or if you're writing something. And uh, it was a little bit of a trick question because they opened it up and, oh, okay, what do you think about this? And so 
it all boiled down to success is did I obey God and what he wanted me to do here. Okay. And so that's really, that helps me a lot. And I know that, that kind of sounds super spiritual and I'm not trying to be, but if I put something out there, because there are times I put something out there and it'll be a little bit controversial or it'll be a little bit in your face. Like one of the things, a, a big theme in the book, um, and I've started talking about it more on the blog, is this idea of submission and that it's not this man-made oppression to a wife to submit. It's right. God's way to, to give us authority and to align ourselves with him pours his blessings into our lives. And so right. there are times when I'll, I'll put things out there that I know aren't necessarily common favored perspectives yeah. and won't get, sometimes I won't get any response at all. And so then it just comes back to God, did, am, is this me or am I doing, am I responding well to what you're asking me to do? Right. Well, I mean, Jesus submitted to, you know what I mean? We don't, it's not popular, but it's exactly what Jesus did. He sure did. And yeah. he wasn't diminished when he did it either. No, he's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Kind of. So what your message on marriage, how did you arrive at wanting to have this as your main message in your book? So it was a lengthy process. So I am by nature a very independent, I can do it person. Um, my parents were super, super encouraging and supportive um, growing up. And so I, I grew up with this perspective of anything a boy can do, I can do better. Like, mm. <laughs> I was like, I do this. I don't care. And um, so realizing, I mean, in my teen, young, young adult years, hey, I want to get married at some point. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started talking to other married women and mentors in the church and um, talking with God and, and researching in scripture about what it meant to be a wife and what it meant to live in love and what what the Bible said about marriage. And so I was able to learn a lot of the, the theories about marriage and submission and love kind of before I got into it. And so that helped lay a, a foundation for my relationship with Jared. Um, when we got married, then it became like, oh no, I actually need to do this because God's convicting me about things and I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't really like how this works here. Um, and so that's the, continued me on this, this thing. And I, authority is totally my jam. And it's, okay. it's kind of funny to say that, but I am all about God has crazy authority. Like God is big and huge creator of the universe, mm-hmm. King of Kings And when I am not experiencing his fullness, his authority, when I'm feeling not powered and, and diminished and lacking strength in my own life, usually that ties to somewhere where I've disconnected from his flow of authority. Like, Mm, yeah, because he has, he has it all. And so I started talking with God about, okay, God, what? in these different areas, what's happening here. And he started showing me in my own marriage ways that I tried to mother my husband or ways that I tried to lead him or, um, to, to try and and work what I wanted to do into the equation and kind of guide Jared where I wanted to be going and, um, making, wanting my husband to be more like me instead of wanting him to be more like Jesus. Mm, That's really good. 
Yeah. So it was, it's been a long learning curve for me. And so that's a lot of where the book was born out of this, going through this process myself and realizing that there's all of this goodness that God wants to give to us. And, and a lot of it comes like outside of our marriage, like not just in the, the relationship that we have with our spouses, but because our faith isn't compartmentalized, our faith includes how we live in every aspect of our life that mm-hmm. includes how I live in my marriage. And so, oh yeah, my heart's there. Yeah, that's great. So when you're getting your book out and you're doing all these things, there are so many tools and possible ways to get our message out. And I just want to know what are, what are you like the best? What do you find really useful as far as a tool for your message? Well, I have found a lot of traffic for my blog um, through Pinterest Okay. And so I use Tailwind a lot when okay. we're talking social media stuff. Are you familiar with Tailwind? No, huh? Okay. So it's basically a scheduling tool and it, it's specific just for Pinterest. And so it lets you schedule pins to multiple boards. So like your own boards or to group boards that you're a contributor for. Okay. okay. And you can set it at specific intervals. So it's not So one of the problems that I would have with Pinterest is I'm part of a bunch of different group boards, but then if I wanted to schedule something, it would just show them all. So I'd have the same pin going out to eight boards, one Mm. after the other, after the other. And so it lets you schedule them far in advance. And I'm all about efficiency. So I use that a lot. That's Um, great. And then for writing, I like Pro Writing Aid. Okay. It's one of my my go-to tools. And it helps you identify repetitive words or um, grammar errors or or things like that. So it helps me go through the editing process. Oh, that's great. I haven't heard of either one of those. Awesome. So what are you going to be speaking about at Eclair? I get to talk about storytelling. Okay. Tell me about that. So one of the things that I've really grown in over the past few years is recognizing the the opportunity that we have to tell stories in our writing. And oh, one of the other things, it's not like an official tool, but a writing development aid that's been really great for me is getting involved in a critique group. Okay. Uh, and so I'm in a, a critique group, and we're from all sorts of different genres. Most of the other writers, though, in my critique group are fiction writers, and I'm nonfiction. Okay. And so when I first joined the group, I wasn't sure if that was going to be a really good fit or not. But by going through their books and you, you basically would come and bring a chapter and a copy for everyone. And so you go through and help them edit and note, this didn't make sense to me. And I didn't get how this fit into the story, that type of thing. And so going through that process has really helped my brain think in the lines of a story instead of just, this is what happened in my day today. That's great. Yeah. And so it's been really, really helpful. And so when I'm talking about it to Claire is, is really this idea of storytelling and how we can use our testimonies, both our, our salvation testimony or the testimony of what God is doing yesterday or last week and weave it in so it's more relatable to our audience through the use of storytelling. That's so important. I love it. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh, it's so fun. So for anyone who's not sure if Declare's the place for them, what would you say? Why Declare? I'm a little bit of a conference junkie. I haven't been to a ton of blogger conferences, but I've been to other writing conference. And then for my day job, I'm at conferences pretty frequently. And one of the things that I loved about Declare was the balance between the 
Let's help educate you and give you training and instruction and insight for your business and your, your writing as a business or, and how to make that successful. And Mm -hmm. let's go connect with Jesus. And so that was one of the things that I love the most about my time at Declare. Just, oh, because you can go from, okay, this is a great session and I'm learning how to take photos for my blog and for my social media. And then you're like, and now we're going to worship and I'm just connecting with the Lord directly. And oh, Mm -hmm. it's. I love it. I love it so much. It's a great mix. Well, Jen, thank you so much for talking with me today. And we can't wait to hear from you this summer. Thank you, Emily. I'm looking forward to connecting with everyone at Declare. Yeah. Well, have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Wasn't that great? There will be much, much more goodness just like that at the Declare Conference this year. To find out more and to buy your ticket, go to DeclareConference.com can't wait to see you in July.